There is only one thing on this earth more powerful than evil, and that's us. Hi guys, this is Claire Kramer, aka the Great Glorificus, and you are listening to the Buffy Back Issue Bed. Welcome to the Buffy Back Issue, in the show we go through all the Buffy and Angel comics that are canon chronologically. I'm Zach. And I'm Emily. And we're on new equipment. And hey, we're actually back talking about canon this week. We Mon- are. Whatever this is. I don't know what it is, but we have a whole new mini-series to chat about. For good or worse. There's four issues, and it's, it's about worse. Giles. It's much worse. Well, we hadn't gotten there yet. Yeah, well, I'll lay it out front. It's not good. Anyway. Uh, why is it not good? Wait and find out. So, this, this is a miniseries about Giles when he's a teenager while Buffy's in her safe zone internment camp thing. Yeah, so this would take place, if you're going to be reading this uh, between the two Buffy season 11 trades, I'd plop the sucker right in the middle. Or not at all. <laughs> as <laughs> it you, might be inconsequential. As you said today, you were going to read this an infinite, <laughs> infinite number of times again. Uh, unfortunate. So this series boasted the return of Joss Whedon to writing along with newcomer Erica Alexander. And I think he probably has the same or less level of writing that he did on After the Fall. I think he's more of a marquee name than he is an actual scripter. We'll get into why in just a minute. The scripting, mostly. Uh, yeah. You know what I was just thinking? So this is only a four-issue mini. I was wondering if some more issues would have helped. Nah, we're fine. Okay, anyway. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> and art by John Lamb, the layout king himself. So this whole oh, miniseries... <laughs> so harsh. This whole miniseries is called Girl Blue. I hope we find out what's up with Blue. Unfortunately, we we don't. Maybe we'll find out. We, n- we never actually hear Blue say anything. Let's do, let's do this together. We start at issue four, for some reason, at the first page of issue one. It's like a flashback. I actually don't have a problem with this part. More of a flash forward saying that like, hey, at the end of this, Giles is going to be diving off of a bridge into the water. How will we get there? He says it's about a girl. I guess we'll find out. To be fair, we literally just watched an episode of Firefly that used the same exact framing structure. So That does it through three different It does, but it also filters. starts out with the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, so I don't really have a problem with the framing of this. Okay. Either way. So we jump fo- we jump back four weeks, and we find out that Giles has been sent to a new school. The Living Legend Academy Charter School. And we see two young students in the basement. One girl who learned is named Rue, and another student named Truman, who I was surprised to learn was a boy. Okay, I knew Truman was a boy. The art does, it looks like a girl. I knew Truman Truman was a boy, to be fair. So, take that as you will. I thought it was a teenage girl. Well, there you go. Some of us spend more time in high schools than others. Look at that feminine face, and feminine haircut, and earrings, I assume. What does his shirt say? Mindle? Does it say mindless? Oh, yeah, it could. (laughs) Not Mindle. Well, how far are those S's going? (laughs) I stand by Mindle. Mindle. (laughs) Uh, That's a hot up-and-coming band, Mindle. Anyway, actually, there's a lot of music that's referenced. Um, On every page they have, they've kind of like a... Not every page. Most pages. Some pages. They make like a mixtape for each of the episodes. And for this first issue, I went through Spotify and I listened to all the music. Did you really? And then I didn't do it for the rest of the issues, which I think should tell you something. Oh, I didn't know what most of the songs were, but that's not surprising to anybody. Some of them are just nothing. Like there's like a Kendrick Lamar like sample track where it's it's nothing. It's called Unknown. I did notice that one. Yeah, it's... I recognize his name. It's literally nothing. 
Okay. It's anyway. like, great. So I'm not doing this again for any future issues. Oh. I was intrigued by the idea at first. I was like, ooh, I- I'll listen to these songs. See what's going on. See how they're matching the tone of the book. And eh, I never did it again. I actually really like the idea. I so do I. don't understand music. And so I'm not a functional person to do that with. But I like the concept a lot. Anywho, this young girl, Rue, is in the basement with Truman's like, hey, you're going to do it, right? And then out of nowhere, these purple slimy tentacles take Truman and Rue runs away. And also there are dogs that are barking in the background. I hope that gets resolved and explained. Anyway. Doesn't. So we cut back to Giles, who is like, hey, I'm transferring to this new school. And it seems kind of miserable. Because he got that fake ID that him and Buffy got where he's going to have to go to be a real teenage boy. But they're going to send him to an academy where there's been a rash of vampire killings. Yeah, that makes sense. Except it doesn't, because they're sending just a human boy, a human teenage boy to go deal with this. And they were like, you can't use any magic. Also, your name, get get this, your name is... Ralph Columbo himself. Yes. But I was talking to you, I thought they missed an opportunity here. It's like, why are we sending this teenager to go deal with the vampires? I thought there was a missed opportunity for Buffy to be like, yeah, we're just going to send an unprepared teenager into this situation and just deal with the vampires and not have any help. Hmm. Throwing shade. But no, that scene doesn't happen. That's right. I'm making the book better retroactively. So anyway. We don't actually see Buffy. It's all voiceover. It is. Um. So Giles is walking through and he's like, high school is all the same and I'm miserable. Okay, here's something that I, I question because I also work in high school. And Giles worked in a high school for a very long time. And so I, while I totally understand that he does not want to be a high schooler again, I find it very interesting that he's as jaded as he is about the whole concept of high school just walking into it as an educator. Like, yeah, I don't want to go back and be in a high schooler again, but I also know that there's some good parts and it's not the worst. I don't know. I don't know. Turns out this school he's in is actually the worst, but he didn't know that at this point when he's all like mopey. He just knew that people were dying. You think he'd be excited about death? Yeah. I mean, kids died at Sunnydale literally all the time. Basically every episode. So that shouldn't even feel weird to him. Sometimes they turned into fish people. Sometimes they didn't. Sometimes they turned into hyenas. Yes, dear. I remember things. Giles is walking down the hallway thinking that he's been had because he hears someone yelling at a nerd. He's like, oh man, I'm the nerd. And he turns around to find a bully yelling at this girl, Blue. Apparently she's the Velociraptor from Jurassic World because that's literally all we know about her. Her name is Blue and she wears a blue dress and that's a, it's not a name. But Giles is like, I'm not here to take care of the girl. But then he does take care of the girl, which I commend him for. So he creates a diversion and drops his backpack and in his most Britishness makes a lot of clumsy statements. And tells the bully he has a small dick. But in a more British way. Okay, he says small willy. Yes, that's infinitely more British than what you just said. <laughs> so anyway, Giles is like, you know, making sure that this poor girl can get away. Meanwhile, he has drawn the wrath of the bullies. And the principal comes out and she's like, go to class. This isn't a Snapchat. And hey, it turns out in the next season of Buffy, the timeline has been fixed. Like, I have a definitive year for that season. This season would be taking place 2009, 2010. Guess what? Snapchat wasn't around until 2011. Oh. Did you look that up? I did. Oh, wow. Because now that I know when the seasons take place. So you could say it's an error, or you could say things happen in a totally different universe faster than they happened in our own. Totally possible. Anyway, the principal doesn't really have time to deal with this bullying situation and instead just kind of brushes everything away 
and Giles' backpack gets stolen literally on the first five minutes of his day in school. So Giles walks away to hear someone saying, oh, go suck a lemon and dash it all. He's like, suck a lemon? I know a guy that says that. And then he walks into a room to find a teacher that he knows. He's like, oh, hey, what's up, buddy? What a weird coincidence. What a weird, weird coincidence. Yeah. And also his friend does not really seem that put off by the fact that Giles is now a teenager. He's like, Rupert? that you well he's drunk that's true that's also a problem don't drink on the job unless your job is really boring and then drink on the job make it more interesting don't drink on the job ever that's just a statement of fact and Giles is like i'll come back and find you when you're sober thank god i ran into a guy i knew at this random school and then Addie, that's the guy's name right yes then Addie's eyes start to glow purple just as Giles is leaving. It's just weird. We don't really get a, a good explanation, but that's fine because this is yeah, we'll issue one. one. Later. At least that one. Hey, at least they follow up on that story part. Yes. It's not going to happen with all of them. Giles leaves and bumps into the girl Rue that we saw at the beginning. And a security guard approaches the two of them and zip ties them together. Saying Which is they're a going to the principal. weird, weird way of dealing with that situation. That he zip ties them together? Whatever. And... Then we're going to find out what his relationship with Rue is later, which makes this whole thing even weirder. But we see on the back of his head, he has a brand on him that says AIX. I hope this is well explained. It's kind of explained. Minimally. Either way. Anyway, so they end up outside the principal's office and Giles is like, hey, you want to tell me what's up with all of these kids that have been dying and disappearing and also all the teachers? Like, Yeah. Two teachers are missing and one child. The child being Truman that we saw before. Yeah. And Rue tells Giles that he needs to look up if she wants to know who she is, which also it just says Rue on the ceiling. I guess she's been up there drawing. It was confusing to me, though. It took me, like, reading that panel a couple of times because I just didn't understand why there was a name written on the ceiling. But also, Rue is a sauce. And so I was really struggling with it because it spelled like the sauce. And then you had a lovely panel that you enjoyed. So I speak French. And this there is some French that happens in here because Giles just casually bursts out in French and then so does Rue. She just like responds. Um, okay, also Giles, the French that he bursts out with is he's like, What is this force mysterieuse? Why don't you just say mysterious force? They're cognates. Anyway, anyway. Because he's a pompous so, ass. Rue replies in French. It's a sign of the era of the age. And then Giles responds in French. Oh, and it hurts so badly. It's wrong. <laughs> so wrong. He says, vous parlez français? But the problem is that while that sounds correct, because it's French, it's spelled so wrong. It's the wrong verb tense and it's the wrong conjugation. The subject does not match the verb. This is like the simplest thing to say in French. And it makes me sad in my core that nobody else checked this out to be like, oh, yeah, that's really that is one way of spelling parler. But that way means like you informal used to speak French. I don't think this book was well edited. I it just makes me sad. It's right. Shit. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but I would. I this is just an error that bothers me as a French speaker. Anyway, I'm going to get off my high horse now, but <sighs> Yeah, so Rue tells Giles about the students that are disappearing. Giles goes down into the basement where Rue was before to try and find the source of this, only to be attacked by a big old purpley thing. We've seen this before, getting at Addie. And Giles runs away. Giles also uses a wee bit of magic right there. And they've just talked about how Giles is not allowed to use magic because he might get sent to the safe zone. So <laughs> First thing he does. He's like, first thing I'm on does. a mission. Magic. Yeah. Exactly. And then he runs away because he's afraid. And then, hey, here's a scene that comes out of nowhere and really isn't followed up on. 
Giles goes to lunch where he sees that everyone is kind of in a haze. Everybody's glowing purple, but we don't deal with the fact that they're glowing purple. Like we don't ever mention the fact that everybody is glowing purple. Giles is just and like, it this is like weird. Peaches. Yeah. But Giles is about to touch some student's lunch for some reason when someone telepathically says, don't touch it, you fool. Come in here. Hurry. Yeah. Where Giles goes into a bomb shelter that used to be at the school where he meets a girl named something. Doesn't really matter because we'll never see her again. Mrs. Vega. I'm just going to call her Gypsy Lady. Okay, her name is actually Mrs. Vega, and she's a teacher's aide is what it says, and she's like, I believed, and so I am not under the spell. I am safe. And Giles is like, no, I think it's probably because you're in a lead-lined box, but she's like, no, I am safe from the mysterious force. Mysterious. And Giles is like, yeah, this is weird. I'm going to leave. She's like, no, take this awkward mirror and wear it. You will be tested. Okay, this is my favorite thing, actually, in all of these books, though, in all of these issues giles references flavor flav and he goes i can't actually wear that i can't be flavor flav how does giles know who flavor flav is i don't know but at least that one is the right era because flavor flav was big when i was in high school which would have been like 2007 so this is like 2010 yeah so it makes sense that he would know who flavor flav is flavor okay it made me smile and mrs vega says when you can see yourself outside of the mirror you will solve the riddle within Okay, we also it sounds have... poetic, but it, it's just, it's dumb. Giles needs to find himself. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So he needs to wear this dumbass mirror for four more issues. Yeah. Like, it's an he awkwardly doesn't... shaped mirror. Does he ever really use it? He looks at it in issue four. That's it. You can see the chain under his clothes, but no. Anyway. It's not used for anything. The other confusing part is that Mrs. Vega kind of looks like Nadira. And so, for a second, I thought it was Nadira. And then well, I was she's like... She's not all green and swirly. No, she's not swirly and green. She looks like Nadira minus swirly green bits. But she's wearing enough clothes that, like, she could theoretically still be Nadira. But anyway, she's not. So we'll never see that character again. Thank God we wasted some time No, we there. see her at the very end. Do we? Yeah. For, like, a panel? Yeah. Yeah. Giles. Okay. And this is where the book starts to fall apart for me art-wise, especially in the layouts. Like, the art itself isn't bad, but the layouts in this book are pretty awful. Like, they're jarring. Giles leaves. He's ambushed by the bullies. He tells the bully he has a small dick again. And then the next panel is just Giles going through some rubber band that says thwip. It's like a catapult thing or also, okay, the only thing that I could figure out that it might be is like a slack line. Like I know that there were kids at college who would put up a slack line between two trees and they would try to walk on it like a tightrope except it's slack. And that's all I could think of. Talking to thwip. Yeah. And then they're like, let's get him. And then for the next like six panels, it's just Giles bouncing on this thing that says Thwip and these bullies on top of this line that says Thwip. It says Thwip one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times in one page. This, I'm just confused on. And then the I bully need... tries to kill him. He pulls a knife. Yeah, I need a lot more context than what's happening. I need I need some words to help me figure out what's going on here. Yeah, I mean, this this whole page is mud. I don't understand any of it. So let's move along. But then Rue comes in and saves the day, and she saves Giles. We also find out that she's a vampire <laughs> here. She's in vamp face. Bring up that one important detail. Minor detail. She's a vampire. So the other thing we didn't really mention, because I was all upset about the French thing, is that in that same scene... Rue and Giles start to make this connection and they both start to have a weird crush on each other and then she says that she watches blue yeah and Giles is like I'm a watcher too I watch things I like to watch girls in high school okay he doesn't say that and it's not like that but <laughs> um we don't ever figure out from that I took it to be that blue must be a slayer of some sort 
but that's not explained and so i could be super wrong on that yeah i don't think it's that but it, there's nothing to say that it isn't so rue's about to kill the bully and giles uses magic to throw her away stop using the magic you're bad at this and he's like you're a vampire and then he calls her hot and she's like got wood <sighs> strap in for that because there's a lot more okay this is something that bothers me the amount of teenage boner talk yes to be plain more so that it doesn't feel like Giles's character. So Giles was always very suave and put together. And even when Giles was like a 13-year-old and started staring at, who was it, Willow's Faith. boob, Faith's boobs, and he's like very embarrassed about it. But he's, that felt more like Giles, like, I don't know what's happening and I can't even control it, but I don't like it. Versus this, he's just like, sure, I'll trade innuendos with you. I, it doesn't feel like Giles. No, and we haven't been doing like the dialogue from this one, but part of the problem with this book, and the reason I said I don't think that Joss had that direct of a hand in this, is all the dialogue is written very choppy. Like, none of it sounds like how people would speak, and also every character has the same cadence. Yeah, I... There's no real differentiating any of them. It's all the same. And it's very hard for me because I know that people spent a lot of time and a lot of energy working on this on both the script and the art. I'm not convinced. I I am. I have great faith that everybody's doing their best, but I struggle with the end product because the, it doesn't I'm confused and I don't I don't know if it's just me. This to me screams as a book that was poorly edited. Like they didn't ask for it doesn't seem like they asked for a lot of redos on arts where the art gets confusing and an editor should come in and be like, "Hey, everyone sounds the same. Like let's punch up the dialogue a bit or let's switch this here here there." This doesn't feel like a book that had a solid like second pass. I I don't know. Anyway, so we keep going along and, and Giles is still attracted to Rue and Rue is still attracted to Giles, even though they realize that they are each a other's natural enemies. A monster hunter. Yeah. And they're like, but maybe we can make this alliance to figure out what's going on with this monster in the basement and where these people are going and protect Blue and just kind of get the school back together and make sure that everybody kind of is like a zombie. So why, where did all of the brain power in the school go? Because everyone's acting like a big old dummy. Yeah. I don't think we clearly said that. That's our fault. That's not the book's fault. Uh, yeah, sorry. That's us. <laughs> We've done this. We haven't done this in a while. I'll take fault when it's my fault. But yeah, so because Rue's all about blue, they form an uneasy alliance. We see them shake hands, and Rue has the mysterious AIX also branded on her. So at this point, I'm definitely on board for figuring out where a lot of these pieces are. I don't mind being confused in issue ones because I feel like that's part of the job of issue one is to intrigue me enough to figure out what's going on. What does AIX mean? How are they connected? What does Blue do? Yeah, I mean, if you're How do we issue get rid of the brain out, drain like, thing? Without the context of the rest of the issues, I think issue one works okay. Like, my bigger issues are in the dialogue and in the page layouts. But then the problem, in hindsight, of reading all these together is a lot of the stuff is never followed up on or followed up on poorly. Yeah, a lot of the really intriguing things that I just mentioned about what I want to find out, we don't actually really clearly find out. And I'm okay with a level of ambiguity as well. But, I mean, this whole thing is called Girl Blue. And I, I never really find out what's going on with Blue. You know that she likes to wear a blue dress. End of things. We know. Okay. Anyway, so issue two. 
starts. They feel an earthquake. And hey, if you remember Sunnydale, earthquakes are a bad thing. But that's not really connected to this. Actually, you know what? This whole earthquake thing doesn't really go anywhere, does it? Didn't even think about that. No. But also, again, the Sunnydale connection. Giles, I feel like, should be more aware of what the earthquake is. He's just like, whoa, this is a big earthquake. I I don't know. It just doesn't... So he walks away and his um, old friend, Addy, pulls him into a closet. He's like, weird that you're a teenager. And Giles is like, right, yeah. What's up with the earthquake? He's like, oh, there's a giant sinkhole out back. Don't worry about it. It doesn't really matter to the story. But we got a sinkhole. Yeah. So Giles asks kind of when this whole brain drain started. And Addy starts to explain, because right now he's pretty lucid. So he starts to explain that it used to be a great school. It used to be a great place to work. The kids were really attentive and the staff was great and the principal was great. But then a sinkhole happened and everyone got stupid. Yeah, basically. The sinkhole doesn't actually add anything to the story, though. There's no payoff for it's not a hellmouth. It's not really in anything. I, it's just a hole. It kind of felt like it awakened the demon. Or was that just in my brain? Did I just make that connection? I think you just tried to make excuses for it. Okay. Well, I like my version better. So I'm going to say that that sinkhole awakened the demon's spirit. And Giles asks, why does this whole place smell like peaches now? He's like, I don't know, man, but I could go for a peach right now. And Giles is like, I thought you hated peaches. So glad we have this pre-established relationship that no one's ever heard of before. He's like, I do hate peaches. And then he slurps one down. Gross noise, by the way. And then he also takes a selfie with Giles. And Addy has now turned purple. Like his ear eyes have turned purple and he has like purple streaks on his face. He's a purple cat. But he interrupts the conversation that he and Giles are having to go, let's take a selfie. They take a selfie. Giles continues the conversation without any sort of like reference about how weird it is to just stop and take a selfie in the middle of a conversation or why did you want that picture or what's happening here? Thank God we have this visual representation now that something's wrong with you. Yes. And we never really follow up on the selfie thing either. I guess I assumed that it was so that the demon could see what Giles looked like now because... Oh no, we're not there yet. I don't know. Nope, that has nothing to do with anything. It's literally just a visual representation to say that this guy looks funny on camera. Okay. Cool. Giles goes to do research about the sinkhole, I guess. He goes to the library where it's locked. So he and Rue break in through a window and they get inside and Giles goes, this is a crime scene. There's no books in the library. I'm kind of with Giles on this one. And Rue is like, hey, we're just kind of going all digital now. And then a dog comes out of nowhere, starts barking aggressively. It runs out the window. There's been a bunch of dogs barking. We don't know what's going on. How are all the dogs connected? Also, we mentioned that the basement is all bats and dogs now. Like bat, the flying creature, and dogs. What other, I guess a baseball bat? You thought it was just yeah. bat-wielding dogs? Yes. See, wouldn't that have been terrifying? Would have been better. But... We don't really come back to that either again. Yeah, the dogs are just there. They're upset by this. So the dog jumps in the window, barks at them, and then jumps out of the window again. I don't... Anyway. And then Giles asks Rue on a date. Yes. Okay. So none of this jives with what I think of as Giles. Like, all of the relationships we've ever seen Giles form have been very, I don't know, low-key? Is that... Does that even make sense? Like, in the show, he very much separated his personal life from his his life as a watcher. Like, we saw Giles' girlfriends kind of incidentally. And even Jenny, like, she was very separate from his work as a watcher. Yeah, when they got to, when he was starting to, like, crush on her, he didn't know that she was, like, a, you know, computer gypsy. <laughs> because Look, she that's was, not a thing normally. She, she was into computers and she was a gypsy. I <laughs> you don't really have to gypsy. worry generally about people being computer gypsies, but sure. I guess he didn't know that either. But... Yeah, I mean, Giles likes to get down, but yeah, this is teenage Giles. It, it 
grates on the senses. It's just confusing because I'm totally on board with Giles making an alliance with Rue. And and I'm totally on board for their like uneasy friendship and like trying to figure out if they are compatible as not or not kind of as partners in this. But it just feels like we're rushing into the romantic thing Especially faster th- than Giles would. And maybe that's just my conception, but... Well, this is also the guy who tried to kill Spike and Angel. Multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> who killed Ben. I was more going with the vampire thing. But oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, when Buffy and Spike might be getting back together, he's like, um, hey, can we go kill him in your garage to Robin Wood? He's like, like it, like what you're about. Let's kill him in a garage. <laughs> Yeah, I and I'm even on board for him making an alliance with a vampire because things have changed. The world has changed so much. But I feel like the Giles that I that I know wouldn't necessarily ask a vampire out on a date. Yeah, quite, uh, right then. Like, definitely make an alliance, but keep a distance. You're I don't really, know. You're Maybe stuck I'm on this just... one panel. I'm getting ready to get stuck on a page because this is the worst and dumbest okay. page of this whole anyway, thing. Back to them. So he asked her on a date, and then they go confront the principal because that's a normal thing. So the principal is sitting at her desk, and then the lights go out. She gets hung upside down, and she goes, Oh, kitty nipples, is that you? So, Oh, was that awesome. the principal that said that? Yeah. I was just horrified and just kept going. I didn't really yeah, no, that's the principal. bother to so deal So the with principal's it. now upside down, blindfolded, and Giles just starts interrogating her. He's like, why did you sell the school out to the Webb brothers? Who the f*** are those guys? Well, as we see on her desk, there are a bunch of binders that say Webb brothers and or Web Inc. or something. They haven't brought this up ever before. There's no context to this. But, okay, as we explain, as interrogated per principal tells us, the Webb brothers are the corporate sponsors for their charter school. Basically, charter schools um, aren't making bank. Aren't making bank in California at this point. <laughs> Does that make you feel better? Glad you said that. Does that bring you joy? (laughs) A little bit. There you go. Brought you joy. So charter schools are struggling. And so she found a corporate sponsor. And so she's like, yeah, I sold out to get us new technology and stuff. And it's good for the kids. And it's good for me. And it's good for them. And everybody's happy. But clearly something is not working. And she's like, yeah, I'm not really going to I'm not really going to worry about that right now. She's like, take out a feather if you want to tickle me. I also didn't understand that. I'll explain later, dear. All right. I don't really want to know. I really just don't like that Giles starts interrogating. He's like, tell us about the Webb brothers. Also, the principal I, goes, I if, you think this is, if you think this is my first interrogation upside down, you're wrong. I'm really stuck uh. on the Webb brothers thing because they have not been brought up before. I double checked. No, they hadn't. So weird and bad scene. Moving on, I guess. Giles gets Rue a corsage and she's thinking to herself that she's playing hard to get. But, you know, skipping all that crap, Giles decides to go check out the sinkhole. And falls in the sinkhole immediately. And then he dies, I assume. He didn't die. At the bottom of the hole, they've put some boards over it. Giles crashes through all the boards. And then by the next page, there's a low angle shot showing that all the boards are fine. Is it magic or is it crap art? I think it's magic. It's crap art. I prefer to go the magic route. Wizard did it. (laughs) Bringing it back. Giles walks into this hole and this big red demon is there. He's got horns and like these like four tentacles coming out of his back and just goes, hello, mother. Like, okay. Yeah, so Giles' mother in this in this whole scenario, he's also mama, mommy, any variation thereof. And the idea is that this demon was created or was bonded to Giles when Giles tried to kill him. Years ago, Giles had sent this demon back to hell and the thing had scratched Giles and got some blood on him. So somehow that made it so this demon that we've never met before or heard of before could reincarnate. So it refers to Giles as mother. And hey, it just reminds me way too much of the rewritten Justice League scripts where we have Steppenwolf being like, mother, mother. Like, you know what? Don't remind me of that. 
So anyway. Maybe Whedon did actually have more scripting involvement than I thought, because this is crap. We do find out that this demon, his job is to build this machine. A dumb, a dumb box. Yeah, that that dumbs down everybody within its vicinity. And so right now this machine is living in the sinkhole right next to the school. So it's pulling all the energy out of the school, out of the students' minds. And they're not trying to like sell their intelligence to something. It's just like, hey, we're trying to dumb down this cell phone wi-fi generation and no one's gonna notice because they're all a bunch of sheeple i'm really sad that you just said that yeah well it's a stupid ass book it's not my fault no i I was more sad that you used the term sheeple (laughs) no it's awful it's it reminds me of uh parks and rec of oren i I don't remember but i believe you don't remember oren sorry oren is april's weird friend oh yeah 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 yeah. yes i remember him (laughs) sorry i forgot who has the who has the human farm Anyway. Anywho, so Giled. Let's talk about Parks and Rec. I just call him Giled. So this demon is like super excited about life and he's like, yeah, I am being paid to build this machine to dumb everybody down. And if I get enough power, I can make it permanent and everybody will be permanently dumb. So Giles is like, I have to stop you and I'm going to throw a wrench into your plan. And he picks up the one tool <laughs> around that happens to be a wrench. Like, <laughs> and he where literally are the other tools? throws it into the glowing green ball that is the machine. He just legitimately... Okay, I actually enjoyed that part, that he legitimately threw a wrench into it. Just a, He doesn't know what he's going to do. He's just like, wrench in the hole. There's no other tools, <laughs> But the, by the demon way. is like, no, you screwed up my machine. <laughs> no, he says, damn you, mommy. I like my version better. And then it turns out the reason that the whole school smells like peaches is that this demon, whose name is Seed, <laughs> by the way, Giles is just like, who are you? I've never seen you before. He's like, do you remember me? He's like, I do, Seed. Again, like the scripting for this book, it just things come out of nowhere. Like, okay, his name's Seed now. I'm so glad. Yeah. And he's addicted to peaches, which is stupid. But true. It's true that it's stupid. No, I just meant that it's true that he's addicted to peaches. And Rue comes running up from behind him. She's like, you can't kill him, you peach fiend. I'm going <laughs> to kill him myself. Okay. To be fair, I'm not against him having a weird thing like being addicted to peaches and make everything smell like peaches. That just makes me smile. Of peaches, peaches that is the song me. that has been stuck in my head the whole time. <laughs> was that one of the songs on the I don't think the it playlist? was. But it you should know have That's been. That's why this playlist isn't any good. They didn't do that song. Peaches come from a can. Okay, I'm done. For now. Yeah. And Rue jumps at Seed and Seed goes, girl fight. And Rue's like, you're a girl. And then we start to deal with gender fluidity. He's like, I can be what I want. And I'm like, oh, this book doesn't deal with that issue well at all. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, just sigh. Well, the thing is that that's an that is totally an interesting point to bring up, but it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, that's literally so. That's as deep as it I'd goes. I'd be all on board for that, except that they don't deal with it at all. That's they just it. it's in one panel. They're like, okay. And there's a quick fight, and they distract Seed by throwing a peach into fire. And everything's on fire now. So Seed runs after the peach. And then Rue punches Giles in the face. If this sounds dumb, it's only because it is. And then Rue punches Giles in the face. Knocks him out, ties him up, and she's like, come back to my place. So she carries him home. And there's a bunch of dogs for some reason. And that's where this episode, episode, that's where this issue ends. Kind of wish that's where this episode ended. No, no. Okay, so. I'm being really hard on this, but it's really hard to find anything redeeming in these issues. I'm doing my best. I'm not. The next issue, we go back and we talk (sighs) about Rue's past, which I actually found really interesting. I found that Rue's past very interesting. It didn't answer any of the questions that I had set up, but I found it interesting nonetheless. 
So Rue is a vampire. I grabbed the right issue. Yeah, it would. (laughs) That doesn't look like the beginning. So Rue's a vampire. And so she starts to tell her story. And Giles is like, I did a spell. Okay, number one, aren't you not supposed to do magic? And now you're just like, anyway. Left and right. So he's like, I did a spell so I can see your memories as you tell them to me. Which is nice. So we can see them too. Except as we could have just seen them anyway. Yeah, we don't really need that. Like if she's telling the story, I don't need to know that Giles sees it too. We found out a few issues ago that Rue is actually 200 years old, that she is a very old vampire, and she was made a vampire when she was a slave in Louisiana. Louisiana, Thank you. And we see the night she's turned, there's a full eclipse. And a horse that's like a demon horse. I think it's just an angry horse. Why are its eyes black? horse i think it's a demon horse anyway so there's a demon horse and there's an eclipse maybe this has something to do with things or maybe it's never explained look i'm all for a show don't tell but you got to give me something yeah you really are all about show don't tell anyway rue starts out by saying i was already dead when they killed me so they start talking about the night that she was turned her slave owner had like bet the lives of the slaves on something gambling it was gambling he's like oh yeah i bet i can beat you in this game of chance with the lives of slaves not actually like trading them for labor but you can go kill my slaves so bad gambler i didn't really understand that part but sure okay so don't (laughs) i'm not the one that did it so he loses and he gets crucified in his own plantation some men come to kill all of the slaves they kill all of rue's family and a vampire comes and kills all of them and turns rue yeah basically during the eclipse may or may not be a thing unclear and giles is like this is very upsetting no kidding yeah he kills rue throws her into a swamp and she just hangs out at the bottom of the swamp for 13 years yeah she like eats she eats rats and stuff and she was like no, and she then... said mud bugs and sludge that's what she ate okay so she emerges from the ground after 13 years and she was like i was reborn but she goes back to working on a plantation as a slave and she's she's picking cotton and nobody likes her and so she runs away to the north but still nobody really likes her up there so she goes back to sleep in a bog yeah so she finds another bog and sleeps in it for another uh, do we even say how long a while some number of years meanwhile and i do want to point out the body positioning here for later on giles and rue were laying on her floor on a bunch of pillows kind of you know looking into each other's eyes but you know on the floor which i think is the important part here to just point out the dumbness of this and as the story is going on truman bursts in through rue's window you remember truman the boy that was supposed to be missing presumed dead yeah so rue immediately goes vamp face and she's like what are you doing here and he's like i work for seed now and i'm his errand boy and i'm a getter and then they fight truman runs away and we never see him again (laughs) so glad he came back i also don't know what the errand was that he was there for killing rue i guess was it or was it to kill giles no he he's can't kill to, giles he's trying to kill rue was he trying to get giles for seed he has a cross with him that he's trying to burn her with i assume it was all about killing rue for some reason meanwhile giles enters the fight and saves rue from truman with his backpack that he found in rue's apartment so rue stole his backpack we don't deal with that either but rue stole his backpack that first day of school she goes back into her flashback but even further back into her flashback to explain that the vampire knew her and it was a case of he would feed off of her and kind of offer protection yeah kept her alive and then eventually when her whole family was killed he's like and now you're a vampire too right and he also bound these twins to her 
So as far as I can tell, as far as we can tell, because we talked about this, we think it's the security guards at school because they're also branded with AIX. Yeah, this is the scene that we see this vampire brands her with that AIX. And then I don't know what the hell happens here. So I'm just going to say it and you figure it out. You do some work here. Come on. listener rue says that she died twice over once in slavery and once in immortality i hurt so when i glow and she starts glowing names which apparently are names of victims that she regrets and giles is like you are more than a vampire how why what the hell the twins got bonded to rue because of her sins and then she can also feel shame and regret over some of her victims some she doesn't care about but some she regrets we can see a name. We're going to get into a name relatively soon of a girl that she didn't even kill, but was Rue was partially responsible for her death. Mm-hmm. Or more like Rue couldn't save this girl. It's not even like Rue caused her death as much as we'll get to in just a minute. But so her name is on Rue's body, including other names like Bop and Lady, and one of them just says Dumb. Maybe it's Dumbo. <laughs> anyway, she says that she's not a monster and. <sighs> Then things get weird, and Rue starts hearing the voice of one of these glowing names, and she's like, my friend Ebba is calling to me. Okay, so again, here is where... Never followed up on in any way, shape, or form, or explained. Here is where my conception of Giles doesn't fit in with this Giles, because my conception of Giles would immediately have gone analytical to be like, why are you glowing? What does that make? Why did that happen? What kind of vampire are you? Are there special rules around the eclipse like he would try to analyze the situation to figure out what's going on because clearly rue doesn't really know and meanwhile we're given nothing and rue doesn't really care like it doesn't seem like rue really cares about how weird of a vampire she is but giles in everything else he's our exposition guy he figures out for us what's happening and he doesn't this time and that makes me sad and then he's like tell me more of your story and she goes look up just like what she said when he saw her name written on the ceiling and it turns out when he looks up we see a pretty horrific image of rue's life she has painted a full mural of her crying and we see the kkk and we see a girl burning and a house burning and her going into the swamp and she's like you miss things when you don't look up charles was just lying on the floor five minutes ago he didn't notice a giant mural okay to be fair when i read this i didn't realize that was a mural that was painted on the ceiling i thought it was just like her memories like displayed for us yeah no the reader but it's unclear and crap but she does say that it's a mural okay anyway so then she goes on to tell the story of ebba i would also like to note that in a couple pages that mural will magically be gone wizard did it so crap art ebba is a girl who worked with rue sometime it looks like in the early 1900s yeah the 1920s in pennsylvania oh thank you uh 1920s in pennsylvania and so ebba was rue's friend and rue would do anything to protect ebba including a horse who I think speaks for me, comes in and just says, nay, (laughs) tries to kill Ebba. Rue grabs the horse and then people are like, she's a demon. So we're going to kill Ebba. Yeah. So basically they lynch Ebba, not Rue. And I don't know if it matters or not, but Ebba's Ebba's a white girl and Rue is obviously black. We haven't really mentioned that, but she is. Oh, I thought the slavery thing kind of yeah. covered that. So they don't lynch Rue. They lynch Ebba. They tie her up to the ceiling and lower her down into a pit of fire. Rue bursts in on them doing this and she kills them all, but she can't save Ebba in time, which is also confusing to me because she made it there in time to see Ebba not in the fire. I don't know. Anyway, she doesn't. So point still stands. Ebba dies and Rue is 
heartbroken. We see something on Ebba's dress as well, which we only see in two panels. It's never mentioned, only seen, which I assume was supposed to be like part of the dress pattern. Apparently it's like a doll that she's sewn onto her dress. We'll get back to the doll, but it's never mentioned in scene only oh so far away. Yeah, so Ebba had a doll. Rue gets the doll. On her dress? Short answer. And then when all of the storytelling is done... Rue's hair turns blue. For some reason. Never explained. Never explained. And this is the part, this is all of why I really found that story fascinating, right? But now what I want is for Giles to figure out at least a piece of that. Like, why did your hair turn blue? What does Ebba have to do with anything? How is she still talking to you? Are there voices in your head? Why do you glow? Like, Who was that girl who was talking to you that you said you could hear? Why is that never brought up again? But instead of any of that, he just kind of comforts her. And then it's the next morning. Well, no. First, he's like, you may have a soul. And then they do it. I don't know that. I'm choosing to believe that they don't. Also, they 100% do. They wake up on her floor and the sun is streaming into her apartment new vampire rules wait she'd be under the old rules she'd be under the old old rules so she also so she's dead is like in sunlight sometimes i guess she's never in direct sunlight other than this no no she's in direct sunlight oh boy i'm gonna go with she has that special protective glass that wolfram and hart had wizard did it (laughs) this book doesn't make any sense so moving on to the last issue Even the cover of issue four has the eclipse. What the hell does the eclipse mean? It's an eclipse right now. Super duper. In the book, not here right now. Giles looks into that, remember that stupid mirror, that stupid giant mirror with... Flava Flav's mirror? The impossibly large chain? Why, yes, I do. Giles is like, who am I? Am I a man? Am I a boy? And we don't really care. Here's the other thing. Even when Giles was having the existential crisis during the TV show of like, what do I do now that Sunnydale has burned to the ground or whatever no, terrible thing happened to it? When he, oh, the school, yeah. Yeah, the school. Yeah, and, and he was like, what do I do with my life? He still wasn't questioning like, who am I? He was just like, what do I do now? Buffy, do you need my help? Like, he was still trying to figure it out, but he wasn't legitimately looking in a mirror saying, who am I? So to solve the problem of the sinkhole, he goes with Addie down to the bottom of the sinkhole because, you know, sinkhole. I'm just going to keep saying sinkhole. And it turns out Addie has been taken over by the demon seed and Charles just kind of zaps him out and that's fine. He like exercises him. I'm, I'm actually cool with that. That makes sense. Good enough. Yeah, but it just feels like, why are these pages here? And and this has really hurt Addie, so they put him in the back of an ambulance. Again, I feel really good about that. Makes sense. Yeah, and he just says that Giles has to kill the demon, and, you know, it shouldn't be that hard. Right. Does he also say that it might kill Giles? They said, yeah, this fight might kill Giles, because they fought before. And, and because Giles they're, like, to, like, no, they're he like he connected, and so if he kills the demon, it might kill Giles. Again, yeah, this we guy don't really worry says about that it. Giles lost the fight. Giles won the fight. The demon just came back. So get off your high horse, Addy. And then Giles screams to the sky, fist in the air, breakfast club style. And one of the dogs is there just for good measure. Seed, I'm coming for you, son. I'm coming for you. And there are that many O's. This is stupid. And then Giles calls Willow on the phone to find out how he should kill Seed. Which, okay. They come up with stop his heart. Good plan. Stop his heart. In all reality, Giles would have and should have called Willow before this moment. Well, I mean, she was in a, you know, internment camp. Right. But if he can just call her right now, why didn't he call her before? I don't know. Or Buffy or anybody or Angel or Faith. And he starts explaining the whole Rue situation and Willow's like, oh, you need to kill her. Which is the same advice that Giles gave to Buffy. About everyone ever. So, yep. And he's like, am I that kind of a person? Well, you 
yes the short answer is yes you've done it before yeah, will goes so yeah um the the things that made Rue were unnatural and the child's is his resurrection might have been natural unnatural but he's still human and giles inner i hate this again bad editing his inner monologue goes am i and then out loud he then goes am i willow like i don't know you just asked yourself (laughs) i actually didn't notice that look at that funnier am i internal monologue followed immediately by am i out loud but okay i think that this book has some flaws but this being one of them, that Giles, that's Giles' personality is he makes the hard call. He makes the call that I'm going to kill this one thing right now to save the universe or to save the day, to, to save something. Like Angel or to kill Spike or when he killed Ben. Ben, where he's like, Don needs to die. Giles is the hard call guy. That's what the Watchers do, both of them. Yeah, him and Wes, those are the guys who are going to make the hard call. And that's what their job is. And the fact that he still has his 50-year-old brain, and I totally would understand if they could put that in somewhere like i know i've made this call before but now that it's happening to me even that little bit would make me feel a lot better he got laid once and totally changed his person yeah yeah i guess you know teenage boy but i don't i just i he makes so many mentions of the fact that he's a 50 year old in a teenager's body and all along teenage giles has done a really good job of still maintaining his being his intelligence his decision making and here he's not that guy and it turns out while Giles was on the phone, Rue was in the background listening in. He goes, you heard Willow. Instead of Rue going, the hell is Willow? She's like, yes, I did. She also goes, I heard you say you'd kill me. Yeah. and Which they talked about that early on. And then Rue explains where one of the other missing teachers is. During the brain drain, Blue was in class with a teacher called Crow. And she got upset because she's becoming a big old dummy. And she hit him really hard on the head with a book and it knocked him out blue has no lines of dialogue by the way just it's a man with a book that other kid truman saw her do it rue jumps down from the ceiling because she's watching her from inside the ceiling and blue didn't know she was there until that moment yeah so rue kills the teacher truman runs away and she's like it's okay blue i've been watching you why it's weird no explanation. I potential read of it for me was maybe she's a descendant of Ruse, but her whole family was killed, so that's probably a bad read. My read <clears> was that she was a slayer. A slayer, but then why would you have a vampire watcher? I don't know. I don't know. At least it's never explained. And then Giles asks about the other teacher that's missing, and she's like, "Oh yeah, she was just depressed and she wanted to kill herself, so I let her." Yeah. And then we know about Truman's story because he was taken down to the basement. Yeah, she was going to kill him and then she didn't. So. And then Rue's like, I know how to protect Blue. I'll just turn her into a vampire. And Jaws is like, I won't let you. So they get really mad at each other. Fight it out. Don't know what the hell is up with Blue and why. They're fighting and the two security guards, which we're assuming are the twins that were bonded. They're the guys with the They AIX, must be. Throw Giles into a closet. And Giles is like crying. He's like, don't hurt Blue. We care so much about Blue. We know her so well. It's a weird one. Yeah. Oh, Giles also ran into one of those stupid elastic ropes again, and that took him out. Thank God those came back. Thwip. One more time. One more damn time. And inside the closet, Giles sees that Ebba's doll is pinned up there, and Rura underneath it, remember me. She should have put it on the ceiling. This is just on the wall. Gotta look up. Sorry. And so Giles says, he calls up Don, and he goes, Don, I need a portal. Because he realizes that Rue is saving him, and she wasn't really going to hurt Blue. She was just trying to distract Giles so she could go take down Seed, who was going to take a bigger version of what he had before and suck out all of the intelligence in San Francisco. So Giles 
Charles like mind morphs with Seed and goes all purple himself to figure out where Seed is, and then because they're connected, Don helps him portal there. So he bebops over to this bridge, that's and that's the that scene that do. we started with. Oh, we're not quite there yet, but yeah, basically, we're now at the scene. It's a big bridge. Yeah. So Giles arrives at the bridge. Seed just tosses him over the edge. He's like, "Fuck this." And Rue is already there, thank God. Yeah, so she catches Giles. So I'm cursing so much in this episode. You just, really are. I just don't like it. So Rue catches Giles, and he's like, you can't do this alone. And she's like, he can't kill me. I'm already dead. So she grabs an electrical wire that's going into this doohickey, tackles Seed out of the air, tells Giles that she loves him, and shocks both herself and Seed, killing Seed. And then she falls into the river, and Giles dives in after her like that first page. Yeah, so he dives down to get her and pulls her back to the surface. And no. Oh. oh, sorry. You think he goes to the surface? Oh, sorry. He didn't go to the surface. He made an air bubble around them. We also see Rue's internal dialogue saying that she can't breathe, you know, as vampires do. Although, to give that a little bit of credit, nope. right after she was turned into a vampire, she was like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Wait, I don't need to breathe. So that... So she's an idiot. Good. Anyway, at least that one I had less of a problem with than you did. So Giles goes down to the bottom of the river, creates an air bubble so they can both breathe. Thank God they both need to. And she's like, no, Giles, electricity killed me the way it does with the vampires, which in all fairness, that the shows were always very inconsistent with what electricity did. Sometimes it hurt them, sometimes it didn't. Yeah. And so basically Giles cradles her. And then she dies. As she dies. Doesn't turn to dust, just dies. And then in his little air bubble at the bottom of the river, he makes her a little grave. Just says Rue lives. She doesn't. She's dead. Yeah. Twice. We've identified that. But by killing the demon everybody returns back to normal at the high school so classes are back in session and the brain drain is gone and the principal disappears because she was a bad lady and books are coming back and they all say that it's in rue's honor even though rue did not seem very popular amongst either the teachers or the students and we see that blue has a journal or something called my friend rue giles says she'll keep an eye out on blue even though he disappears like the next day Yep. And he's like, I love you, Rue. You stole my heart. The end. Yep. Great. So for a story called Girl Blue, I don't really know anything about the girl blue. We know that she liked to wear blue dresses. We don't know if that's her name or she just had an affinity for the color blue. All right. So here's thought number one that I have. I'm really confused about a lot of things. And so I feel like there were times when I needed more exposition. I know how much you hate exposition, but there were times when I needed more of it. Oh, no. You to need figure to explain some things. Like you can't just explain nothing and introduce a bunch of new elements. Um, I also <clears throat> needed more. I just hate lazy exposition, but I guess the thing I hate more than lazy exposition is none. I needed more and less character diet like inner monologue i needed more of giles referencing himself in his past Do you which think sounds he saw weird himself outside of the mirror i don't know what that means because it wasn't really explained what the flavor flavor mirror did it was just a mirror in a bomb shelter oh that's when the lady came back at the very very end when they're pulling the books out of the big truck to put back in the library and she's like you all repented and were saved like i was and that was it anyway I needed more of Giles referencing back to the Giles that I know and love. And I needed less of the like, as, funny, as weird as it sounds, I needed less of the teenage angst in the teenage book. But the issue with doing a thing like this 
of doing a high school story. Yes, I know, like, the core of the Buffy story starts in high school, but that's been done. We've already had that. We don't need to go back to high school for Buffy. It's more fun when it moves forward, and this is reductive. I mean, at least the fun of Buffy being in high school, at least she was around interesting people. And I guess part of it, too, is, like, I would have loved to have a Giles story where he had to make an alliance with a vampire. That's so cool. He's done that before. Like, we saw that in Season 8 very early on. Like, the very first demons we see in Season 8, like, Buffy ends up killing one of them with a cross, and they're like, you killed our people. He's like, no, we have an alliance. We need to take out this twilight thing and then we see at the very end of season eight child's like riding one of them like a horse and he has a big sword he's like let's mess him up right and and so that was neat i like the concept of what would happen on like a one-to-one alliance basis kind of thing but there were too many odd elements that got introduced and not paid off so i can't decide if another issue would have helped to wrap up some of those ends but then some of the stuff or not the I mean, we're there and we're, I'm not going to say fleshed out, but at least explained or dumb. Why does this place smell like peaches? Oh, he's addicted to peaches. That's really stupid. I have less of a problem with that. I more just wanted to know what was happening with everything else. I am pretty amenable to most explanations as long as there is one. Or I don't mind making the leap myself. Like, like the twins thing. I'm pretty sure that's what was happening there. I don't, I have a lot more questions. Like, how were they bound to her and why? And what were her sins? And why? Yeah. Why did her hair turn blue? I don't know. Dubbity-dubbity. Made it the whole episode. Why did Giles not bother to figure any of this out? Why did he not even wonder about anything? Unfortunately, the quality of this kind of makes me glad we're going into the final season. Because most of the books have been good, and I really enjoyed the majority of them. That's why we do the show. But this is definitely one of the weakest ones. And you, you know, better to burn out than fade away. And this is definitely the kind of thing that feels like they're sputtering out a bit. And it just makes me sad, because I do believe wholeheartedly that the people who put this together tried to make something that was really, really awesome. And unfortunately, it just didn't work. And that makes me sad, because I want it to work, and I want I want everything to be good. The reality is, is hope... I can't imagine this book's going to be referenced in season uh, 12, even though there's already some stuff in season 12 that's been referenced that I'm surprised at, so maybe it is. But this feels inconsequential. Like, you could probably just skip this one, and I kind of recommend it. Huh. I Okay, maybe the blue thing is going to be paid off in season 12. Yeah. That uh, would be something. When we're recording. Hey, you know, if the blue thing were paid off in season 12, I would be fascinated. Yeah. At the time of recording, I think issue at least issue one will be up by the time this is released i've read the first 13 pages at this point and you know what it's off to a great start so season 12 looks like an amazing shot in the arm for the series so i'm hoping we're going to end strong but i guess we'll be finding that out in a couple of months in the meantime i guess we have happy announcements do we yeah because by the time this comes out uh the schedule is changing in hopefully a good way yeah i if it all goes to plan and this is still a ways out i think this comes out when i think it does uh we're gonna be back for the month of july every single week which is funny because i'm gonna be gone for two weeks of that month (laughs) so that means we have to plan ahead guys and then or it might be going into the first week of august i don't remember i don't know how time works but then after that there's gonna be a bi-weekly thing before we get into the final season of buffy so there's a bunch of stuff coming so you know hopefully if you enjoy the show that's a good thing so hang out with us and we'll talk to you (laughs) and send us emails and stuff because I would love I would love to know what anybody else who read this Giles series thought about it and if you can answer some of my genuine questions because I just want answers. 
Oh, by the way, there was an eclipse when this whole bomb was supposed to go off. In the the last Giles issue. In the issue. episode. Yeah. In the issue, yeah. Anyway, where can you find us? Yeah. Sorry to... I don't like being this negative on a book, but it's just no good. Okay, here are things I want. I want the blue thing to be paid off in season 12, because that would make everything so much better. That would answer a lot of questions for me, and I'd feel a lot more satisfied about this. I want Giles to at least have some mention of him doing research to figure out what was happening with Rue, although now that she's dead, probably it doesn't really matter, but I would love to know what's going on there. So yeah, there's still time. This can this can totally It can be kind of salvaged. Have some cool stuff happen to it. That's my thought. Yeah. Sorry to be negative on this one. It's not my favorite. I I I like, you know, building something up and tearing it down. It's more fun. I know. It isn't very fun to be negative about this. So Either way, yeah, I guess we'll stop apologizing cuz, you know, next time it's going to be good stuff, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah, so hang in there with us. <laughs> sorry just, guys. I just meant I think the rest of the show I think is going to be Yeah, I really all just meant things. Sorry for this. It's not our fault. Don't write it. Anyway, where can you find us? Editorsnotcomics.com if you want to get the show a week early, especially now that we're going to be coming back a little more regularly. Uh, $1 a month over on Patreon. One week early every single week. And, yeah, the website has everything else. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If you want to reach out to us, editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. But we're going to be coming back for a month to take a little bit of a departure from what we normally do to talk all of the Serenity comics, knock them out in a month. Yeah, exactly. That's going to be our July. Yeah, you. chances are if you've done Buffy and Angel, there's a good chance you've watched Firefly and Serenity. And if you haven't, you have time now, between now and when we do that, to watch it, because it's not that long. Yeah, we've been working on it for like three months, and we're okay, like barely we've been halfway. stupidly busy, so don't take us as a good example. <laughs> but there's not that many episodes, and then there's a movie. There's 13 episodes in a movie, yeah. right? So definitely we'll, time for you to get that done. We'll be back for Serenity Month, unless some of these interviews pan out. Then we'll do that, but I'm not expecting that. Serenity Month! So we'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye.